the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tired of the negative news and flashover substance? It's time for Live with Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy Patrick is a trial attorney, patriot, and Ph.D. with a passion for people and a penchant for politics. Dr. Wendy brings you the headlines, streamlined, news you can use. It's time to be informed, engaged, and entertained. Now, here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick and my co-host, Larry Dersham, and I are delighted to have you joining us this evening. We are also delighted to have one of our most interesting guests come back for a repeat appearance. Larry, who do we have on the line? Uh, Yes, we have uh, Dick Morris, the famous, uh, world-famous political consultant, and uh, we're very fortunate to have him tonight. Hey, Dick, uh, I'm a big fan of watching you on TV. Somehow you manage to get your message across in a way that is both informative and endearing. And I have to say, as a commentator myself, that is a fine art. So thank you for uh, really teaching the rest of us how to do a little bit of that. Um, But, you know, know, neither 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 Hillary Clinton nor Joe Biden find me particularly endearing. (laughs) <laughs> you know what though i do have to say privately they probably think my goodness does he have a way of getting his point across in a fashion that everybody can yeah. understand it sometimes even makes us all smile um yeah. one of the most one of the most interesting things about uh, what you say and what you write though dick i understand that not everybody agrees with everything you say and the New York Times apparently has censored your new book on Donald Trump. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, they can't censor the book, but they have censored me off their bestseller list. Uh, I've sold mm. 60,000 copies, and most of the other people on the bestseller list have sold 20 or 30. So um, the issue is why they won't print my name. And I think it's because the New York Times is printed on paper, not on asbestos. And they're afraid that if they put something in the newspaper that says Trump will be reelected, the paper will burn up. <laughs> so it's a safety precaution, Wendy. Wow. Uh, Dick, I think we've been witnessing some earth-shaking political events recently. August 8th, they raided Trump's home, the FBI, in a a brazen raid. And then on September 1st, uh, our President Biden gave this very ominous speech where basically he branded 74 million of us as basically potential terrorists. And then on around August 9th, and it may have went on a few days, they issued 55 subpoenas against Trump's, what I call the kitchen cabinet, basically to bring them in. So it's almost like we're witnessing what I would call a soft purge of all the Trump supporters. What do you think about that? It's not a purge. They're not going to get rid of us, but they can try. Uh, I think that Initially, it's because they want to distract attention from Joe Biden and focus it on Donald Trump. Uh, And and that's why they have this whole archive thing 
and the whole phony threat of an indictment. He's not yet indicted. That's why they're littering the world with subpoenas, just to keep on the front page and try to make Trump the issue. But that's not going to work. But, Wendy, lately I had an insight that I want to really share with you all, which is why the documents were in Mar-a-Lago in the first place. Uh, there was a revelation about three days ago by John Durham, the special prosecutor, who's investigating the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, where they told everyone that Trump was colluding with the Kremlin. And he, in his investigation, said that Danchenko, uh, the, an oligarch in Russia, who was the source of information for most of the Russia scandal. He was the guy who fed the info to Christopher Steele, the former British spy, who wrote the dossier that was circulating all over the place that said that Trump met with Putin's people and there were hookers in Washington who peed on them and stuff. And and he's the guy that was the source of that. He admits now it's mainly third-hand barroom gossip. But the point is that until now, I just thought he was a loose cannon. But it now turns out that he was on the FBI payroll from 2017 to 2020. So the dossier was not composed by Hillary's campaign as an act of fiction. It was composed by the FBI. Mm. They paid the guy that wrote it. And that means that they are not just, were not just duped by the dossier. They were the dupers. They were the ones who put that out there. And when you look at the fact that you're dealing with a presidential candidate and then later with the president of the United States, in an attempt to defeat him or then impeach him, being run by an agency of the federal government, the FBI, you're talking about something that will blow this the FBI sky high. Uh, it'll be akin to the 1970s when it came out that the CIA was assassinating foreign leaders and the agency took 20 years to recover from that scandal. Same thing's going to happen to the FBI. And I think the reason they raided Mar-a-Lago was to seize those documents, not to go after Trump, but to stop Trump from going after them. I think these documents contain proof of what what Durham found out from Danchenko, and they don't want that out there because it, all their heads are going to roll. So I don't think that I think they're dressing this up as saying we're going after Donald Trump for basically what amounts to an overdue library book, not returning the archives. But in fact, their motive here was to get a hold of those damn documents so Trump can't release them and go against the FBI. What I think is now going to happen is that we'll win Congress. I can go through that with you if you want, state by state. But we're going to win the Senate and the House. And then we're going to have an investigative committee that's going to absolutely rip the FBI apart. It'll take them decades to recover. And um, that's what I think is going to go on here. Well, Dick, what's interesting about your analysis, and it's fascinating, absolutely fascinating, you know, the, the most recent ruling where uh, Judge Cannon uh, uh, verified that it is, a, in, in effect, going to be the special master that both sides ironically agree on, um, but also that the criminal investigation has to stay on pause. And the information yeah. you relayed, I mean, it's, it's an interesting twist, isn't it? Because the special master obviously is going to get to look at everything, um, yeah. and we may get a, a little a bit of an inside view or maybe not i mean not everything leaks um but we might get a little bit of insight as to what exactly yeah. is it that you mentioned 
that everybody wants to keep quiet. And that will give us well, more incentive um, for the raid. It's also interesting that the date that Judge Cannon set of November 30th, shortly after the midterms, is also supposedly around the time the former president may announce that he is now in the running to be the next president. Um, yeah. You may have some insight yeah. on that as well. Yeah, I think he'll do it shortly after he wins Congress. But I think that the we have the proof that we need right now. An under oath court filing by a U.S. special prosecutor stating as a fact that Danchenko was on the FBI payroll during the whole period of this Russia hoax. I mean, for God's sakes, what more proof do you need? And the issue now is who at the FBI did that, who knew what, when. And I think it's just going to go completely crazy. But, you know, you, we talked in passing about 22. You want me to elaborate on that? Yes, please. Sure, go ahead. Okay, okay well, there were, set, there were two races where the Democrats hope they can break through and defeat a Republican incumbent, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. In Wisconsin, their chances are going up in smoke because Ron Johnson, the Republican incumbent, has taken a two-point lead. And his opponent, who's a maniac named Mandela Barnes, says that we should, quote, stymie capitalism, unquote, to stop climate change. And he's, he's gone. He's not going to win. In Pennsylvania, Oz was having trouble breaking through. And the Washington Post editorial board, liberal as, as anything, said that Fetterman, his opponent, has to release his medical records and should agree to a debate now, not at the end of October. I think that ratchets up the legitimacy to concerns about Fetterman's health and the fact that he can't say the fleeting sentence. And I think that that's going to really give Oz the momentum he needs. I also feel everything changed on September 1st when Biden committed that horrible mistake. Yes. But but then there's the other question, what seats do we take away? And first of all, Herschel Walker is now three ahead in Georgia. And you got to remember, Georgia now is going to have a clean election because they passed a bill and the governor signed it eliminating drop boxes, requiring signature verification and requiring photo ID to vote. So if they're not going to steal Georgia, they can't win Georgia. It's a red state. Walker's going to win that. And in Nevada, uh, the uh, challenger, Blacksall, um, the son of the former senator and governor, uh, I think is is now ahead of Costas Masco, the Democratic senator. And I think we can pick up Nevada, too. And then there are four or five seats where the Republican is really close and gaining. The best of them is Colorado, where Mike Bennett is the incumbent and uh, Joe, John O'Day is his challenger. And O'Day is now even with Bennett in the polling. And then we have pretty decent shots in New Hampshire, where they just nominated General Bullock uh, as their candidate, and um, Connecticut, where Blumenthal is under 50, and Washington State, where Patty Murray may be in trouble. So I think that we have a bunch of potential pickups. And I think by the time That's just great so, we'll, we'll have 52 no, to 54 seats. Yeah, no, we're at the end of the show, but that was that's really good analysis. Wonderful. Because that's really what everybody's wondering is, you know, what what's going to happen in the different states. Dick, I hope we can have you back again. We could listen to you all day. Yeah, absolutely. Fascinating sure. information. Sure you can. Um, so thank sure you so much for joining us. And, and thank you to our listeners. Time. 
You bet. Don't touch that dial. We have a, a very special second half. You're listening to Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick, and we will be back in a flash. News cycle lowlights have no place here. You're listening to Headline Highlights live with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. It's time for more news you can use. The headlines streamline. It's time for more Today with Dr. Wendy. Now here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Welcome back to our second half of Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick. Larry, I understand we have a very interesting guest in studio with us today. Who do we have? We have an amazing guest. Her name is Farah Taylor, and she's president at... You could pronounce this H2O, or the way it's spelled out, you could call it Hello, uh, without the E's there, Corporation. And they're located right here in Southern California. She is an electrical engineer and an amazing inventor. Among her many creations we'll be talking about today is a machine that makes fresh potable water or drinking water out of thin air. Actually, it's out of humidity that's in the air. And that will relieve the water shortages being experienced around the world today, both now and in the future. Uh, but I'm going to let Farah tell that story as the details about this amazing invention. Uh, she can explain it much better than I. So thank you for coming in today, Farah. It's so wonderful to have you. Thank you very much for inviting me. I really appreciate what you're doing um, because this is an incredible um, you know, option to be able to actually introduce this to people since um, this is basically a um, life-saving situation for everyone to be able to use a clean water and, um, you know, thrive from it. You know, Farah, one of the most interesting things on your resume is that you actually helped design part of the Coronado Bay Bridge. I mean, you are not only uh, tied to San Diego, but also tied to water. So when we read about this invention, Larry and I thought, what a fantastic guest. And we would both probably, as well as our listeners, love to hear a little bit about how did you come up with this? Maybe take us back to the beginning as to how you even realized this was something that was possible. Um, yes. So basically, I, as a child, I was always into inventions and trying to figure things out to make things better for everyone around me. So that kind of led into educating myself in regards to these little bugs, which they used to live hundreds of years ago without even you know using any water and they kept on and on without it so i did some research on that and i figured out that they are actually putting the water on their wings at night when the moisture is high and then during the day they were using that so i said well why couldn't i do that so i went into kind of some um i guess um research on that and that's how i figured out we can just go ahead and take take the moisture out of the air and be able to put it into usage, meaning like we can filterize it and we can actually use that water and also cleans the atmosphere around it. So that's how I came up with this idea and I started um, working on it and now I actually have the factory overseas which we're producing this specific device, which actually, honestly, it saves lives. Like um, I always use things on my own relatives, first of all, to make sure it's doing the correct job. And I gave one to my mother, and it actually reversed aging. She was on all kinds of medications. Um, within six months, she was off of everything, and she walks faster than, uh, than I do. She looks uh, 20 years younger than, you know, because she always has a fight with her, my cousin that she says, you know, you've done plastic surgery, but she has not done anything. So it's all because of usage of this specific water, 
that actually not only regenerates your system, actually it makes you live better and longer and be more healthy. On August 16, 2022, the federal government declared a tier two water reduction on the Colorado River that will limit the amount of water southern Nevada will be allowed to withdraw from Lake Mead beginning on January 2023. It seems like your invention could really help there in Las Vegas, right? Well, yes, absolutely. Not only that, um, we can actually, I have new inventions coming up within the same project. Um, I'm actually inventing drones, which actually can detect fire and then turn it off immediately as soon as it gets started, which means they carry the water with them. They just sit in a corner, accumulate the water, and they can travel within certain distance to turn off the water. And it's inexpensive. As you know, we had a lot of fires around California, and these drones can actually carry water to different locations. Like let's say we have shortage of water in um, X and Y and Z cities. And these, um, the system can actually take the water from one point, take it to the next point, and be able to provide enough water and also change the atmosphere. The really important thing with this is, is we can actually change the atmosphere by fixing the situation, meaning um, when we are actually extracting the moisture from the air and cleaning the air around it, we are putting more moisture into air, and then we're actually creating a better environment for everyone. Not only just creating water, we're actually cleaning the air. That's great. You know, there are, these are these machines are just absolutely amazing. I um, as far as their capability, what are your plans for rolling out this new product more globally uh, and I mean and locally? I guess I mean I hope we get to see some of that here. Right. Yes. Uh, well, we are globally, and um, I'm, I'm just I've been so busy. Uh, we are getting into being locally as well. Because like you just said, this is like really important. And when actually COVID hit around 2000, I guess, beginning of 2020, um, the, the light bulbs that I put inside these devices to um, clean all the water which we're extracting from the air, because obviously there's a lot of pollution in the air and such that we're extracting and putting into our system. Um, so I was putting a specific um, light bulb inside these tanks to clean the water and disinfect it and get rid of everything, basically. So I thought that would be a great idea to use those light bulbs in regards to killing all the viruses and germs and everything as well. So that kind of led into these light bulbs that we have existing now um, that actually kills all the viruses and germs and everything. And, for example, you can turn it on. And it's all fully automated. For example, it turns on when you're not in the room, and it cleans everything and disinfects everything, including COVID virus or any kind of virus that could exist and you don't know about. And when you come back in the room, it'll turn itself off. So obviously it takes about, um, I would say, one minute to disinfect everything and within 900 square foot per light bulb. So I think that would be something really interesting to use so we would eliminate um, the problems we're having these days with, um, I guess, different variety of um, viruses and diseases and stuff, plus not having enough water. I know we have the uh, desalinization plant. I believe it's in Carlsbad uh, right now. And the technology you have for this water machine seems like it's a step above. But the, have these been tested out? Are they available and can are they just for giant corporations or governments or can can you have machine sizes that can get down that that people could purchase for their home 
Um, yeah, absolutely. Like I was saying, yeah, we have the residential and also commercial sizes. The residentials um, are like there's three different types of residential, which goes from nine liters a day, thirty liters a day, to hundred liters a day. It depends what you need. But those are residential. You can just put it in your house and you're done with your water issues. And um, then we have the commercials, which goes from 200 liter per day, which is, which is 24 hours, all the way to 5,000 liters per day, which is 24 hours again. So, yes, we do have residential and commercials ready to be shipped at this point. Same with the light bulbs. And, um, again, I'm doing a few other inventions as well uh, in regards to upgrading this. So we can use it for military purposes they can just, you know, take it with them and just put it in the corner, use solar, and then it'll generate um, the water they need, and it's clean so they won't get sick. And as you know, there was a lot of issues which had happened with, um, you know, past issues with water. But now we can use this anywhere in the world at any time and be able to have drinking water. You know, I know we're almost at the end of the show, but uh, could you maybe give our listeners sort of a teaser as to some of the other inventions you're working on? Yes, absolutely. Um, basically, one of them is, as I mentioned earlier, um, I'm, I'm designing drones, which um, I'm actually working on glass, which actually generates uh, electricity, um, which is, um, that's one of my inventions, which we're going to be putting on the top of these drones, so they, it'll actually accumulate its own electricity, so they can go out and, you know, produce the water or what have you, and that's the next thing I'm working on right now. And wow. where can our listeners find out a little bit more about your company and these products that you're developing? Um, well, um, I we're basically working on our uh, upgrading our website. I can share that with you, and you can share it with, um, I guess, uh, whomever is interested later on, if that's the case. That's good. Are you um, not to divulge anything? But are, is the government does the government know about this? Like you, you'd have huge contracts, I would imagine, from various governments around the world. Are you doing any work with the any governments that you can talk about or not talk about? But well, locally, um, they want it to be made in the U.S. The government has to have everything made in the U.S. So I'm working on getting a factory built here in the U.S. Obviously, the funding is is an issue at this point. So, if I can get investors who can come in and and be able to build the factories, then yes, we can sell it to the government here in the U.S. But yes, we are selling it overseas to a lot of people. Correct. That's good. And uh, really quickly, uh, is there a? I'm thinking of the Sahara Desert as an example. Uh, is there a point where the humidity is so low there, there's not enough moisture in the air, or does this work anywhere in the world? Well, here's the, here's the problem. People think that deserts don't have any water, but they actually do have a lot of water. At night, they accumulate the water, and then a lot of military people, they kind of dug a hole and then put, like, um, a little plastic in there so they accumulate water, and then they can use it during the day. So, yes, there is a lot of water in, in the desert. Actually, one of our systems is specifically made for that because of the desert sand, so it won't get into the system. So, mm, yes. Fantastic. You know, Farah, thank you so much for joining us. You know, we're at the end of the show, but I just want to say that has got to be one of the most interesting segments I think we've ever had because it is so practical and it is particularly practical to California and San Diego. I mean, we have a, we've had a water shortage for a very long time yes. and you're talking about something that is so out of the box, a way to make water and, and really kind of 
sustain ourselves in this environment. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, Farah. It's wonderful. And thank you. thank you to our listeners. We want to wish you a wonderful, safe weekend. Please join us next week for more of today with Dr. Wendy. Headlines with the Spurple Lining. Have a great weekend. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for Today with Dr. Wendy. You can learn more about Dr. Wendy and how to become a guest or sponsor of the show by visiting wendypatrickphd.com. That's wendypatrickphd.com. Tune in every week at this same time as Dr. Wendy will engage and inspire you with an upbeat viewpoint on the highlights of the day. This has been Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.